Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Agree to Disagree with Mike Brazuda and Bob Labriola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another should-be award-winning edition of Agree to Disagree, the podcast, the show with the motto, I'm right. He's wrong. He's Bob Labriola. I'm Mike Pursuta. We do this each and every week during the football season, but this week a very special edition of what should be an award-winning podcast because we have a very significant question to deal with, to answer, to ponder, to try and figure out in the wake of what we saw last Sunday, and it is a two-word question, and the two words, Labs, are now what? <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you what I, you know, I, I, I got to be honest. I, I just kind of felt that going into that Ravens game, you know, you look at this series, the history of it, and you know, there aren't a lot of long winning streaks one way or the other. And, you know, four Steelers wins wins in a row. Uh, I just thought that, you know, regardless of the venue, um, you know, and this series defies that too venue. Um, that, you know, the Ravens were going to be especially, you know, geeked up for this particular game. And I wouldn't have been surprised, you know, if you had asked me before, I wouldn't have been surprised if someone had said to me, well, you know, the Ravens are going to win. But I was surprised at how it happened. Um, You know, you know what it reminded me of a little bit? And I mean, you're old enough, you've been around this long enough to know this too. But it reminded me of the 2006 home and home series where the Steelers were just overmatched physically. Ben Roethlisberger took such a pounding uh, in those two games. I remember, um, and you know, it wasn't necessarily a physical pounding on the quarterback, but the Ravens dominated the game physically. Yeah, they did it again, and uh, I got to say, I I get the series and. Uh, all the uh, dynamics attached to it. But when I looked at uh, who was going to be playing and who wasn't, I thought, boy, they're not going to lose to Tyler Huntley. And then when Huntley went out of the game, I thought, well, they're absolutely not going to lose to the guy I never heard of and don't know really who he is until I go to profootballreference.com. And even that didn't help me because he hadn't played yet. So I had to Google it and, and do all of that stuff. But uh, I should have known better, Labs, because I was at the Ryan Mallett game. Well, let me tell you this, too. And we, we talked about this little bit, a little bit in last week's Should Be Award winning podcast. Uh, at least I thought that the Steelers would have been better off had Lamar Jackson played. And I think that he didn't play, save the Ravens from themselves. 
because you know that famous saying, the other team has offensive coordinators too. <laughs> and Greg Roman was trying his best to slappy this up, that game up, with jet sweeps and you know that kind of stuff instead of just turning around and handing the ball to J.K. Dobbins, let your offensive line and your tight ends and your fullback dominate the point of attack and just keep matriculating the ball down the field, eat clock, and take advantage of, you know, the best uh, field goal kicker in the NFL. If Lamar Jackson had played, I guarantee you they would not have run the ball 42 times and only passed at 17. Greg Roman, he's an offensive coordinator. They go to offensive coordinator skill, uh, school where I think that there's some sort of brainwashing or something where, you know, you can't just do what's working because, hey, you spent all those times in darkened rooms having meetings. You better make somebody see that you're working hard. And, um, you know, uh, so anyway, that's my own twisted logic that uh, Lamar Jackson not playing saved the Ravens from themselves and maybe cost the Steelers a game they absolutely, I think, needed to win. Yeah, I agree with you on that, but uh, they're still going to play the rest of the schedule, including this coming Sunday at Carolina. So we've got a little bit to unpack before the Steelers get there. Let's get it going, uh, Labs. Statement number one, the Ravens' last offensive series was the most disappointing series in what has become a disappointing season. Um, it was disappointing, uh, but, you know, you know me, I live in my fears. So I, I didn't really anticipate it ending any other way than it did. I mean, except, again, the only hope that I had. So I'm going to disagree with the statement um, because I was way disappointed, you know, before we even got there to that last series. Um, I, 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 you know, the only really hope that I had, again, was that the Ravens would try and do something stupid and turn the ball over because I didn't have any belief that the Steelers were going to be able to stop their run and that they would just run out the clock. Yeah, silly me. I did. Uh, I'm going to agree. Uh, you know, Tucker got his last field goal to make it 16-7, to and there wasn't a whole lot of time left, but I, I was aware that Baltimore had blown four leads of two scores this season, and then the Steelers executed a very quick drive. Uh, they scored before the two-minute warning, so they still had – some time left on the clock and two timeouts. Uh, they were in position to get the ball back with about a minute 50, minute 55 seconds left in the game. Plenty of time to go down and kick another field goal and steal it at the end. All they had to do, and I was aware they'd given up about 220 on the ground to that point. All they had to do was uh, buck up against uh, a team they knew was going to run the ball with its third-string quarterback and they give up six yards on first down and six yards on third down. And uh, they gave them up the way they gave them up all day by being physically shoved off the ball at the point of attack. And, you know, I, I understood going in that the trend had been Steelers give up yards on the ground to teams that are actually really good at running the ball, and they – slam the door on teams that aren't good at running the ball. And since they had played more of the latter, they had a top 10 ranking and run defense after being last in it last year. But the, what a profound disappointment that series was. And that made for a profoundly disappointing game. And defensively, it has been a profoundly disappointing season. Uh, those three plays are what I'm going to remember in February. 
Well, you know, I, I do think that um, one of the things that I've kind of come to accept in my own head anyway about this is, um, you know, I, I just I just think the Steelers' defense is, is beaten up and gassed. Uh, I just do. I mean, you know, you, you see the practice reports every week. You know, Larry Ogunjobi hasn't been able to practice except for a Friday, I think, in a month at least. And Friday practices are not, you know, no practices during the uh, regular season in the NFL are intense. But Friday is probably the least intense, you know, of the three major practices during a week in which a game is Sunday. So that's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And, you know, it's always some sort of leg thing. You know, I just think that he is, he's not what he was, um, you know, earlier in the season. You know, Cam Hayward. Um, uh, you know, he's double teamed constantly. Uh, I just, yeah, we I, also I, I discovered just, he's not real good at nose tackle. Right. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and as watching, watching the game through the binoculars, I mean, there were, everybody was getting blocked. I mean, it's not like you could have said, well, put this guy in because there wasn't a, <laughs> a player really the two hardest hits labs. That might the be the statement. As long as we've been doing this. That might what you just uttered might be the thing I agree with you more than anything you have ever said, other than I'll buy, which I'm still kind of waiting on that. <laughs> but everybody was being blocked. Salute, Don Corleone. Yeah. <laughs> and the two hardest hits delivered by the Steelers defense were by your free safety. Yeah, your free safety, and neither one on a pass. So, you know, let's let's you know, <laughs> that's not a good sign. It's just not. And so, um, yeah, I didn't see any, you know, let's take this guy out and put this guy in because, it, 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 you know, maybe I'm just a defeatist. I've given up. But it didn't, against the Ravens, that line, that um, running game. That fullback's you know, that unbelievable. Fullback, right. It, 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 it didn't matter. Yeah. It didn't matter. And the they, old, you they, know, they tried everything. They tried I mean, they had single high all day. They had Fitzpatrick and Edmonds up in the box. They tried the three safety thing. They tried the three inside linebackers thing. Uh, they tried the three outside linebackers thing. They just kept giving up yards. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I'm a little bit hurt that the only thing you've ever really agreed with me on is I'll buy because – you know the other team does have offensive coordinators too. They do. You're right. Well, I was I was kind of taking a little cheap shot there. Uh, oh, I'm, hey. I'm sure people picked up on that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm just a little disappointed that I didn't think of it first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on to uh, topic number two, uh, Labs. You'll probably agree with this. I still don't understand why George Pickens isn't getting the ball more. I uh, you know every time every game that is played. I understand it less. I mean, you know, uh, he was officially targeted three times, made three catches uh, for 78 yards, a 25-yarder, a 42-some-yarder, 42-yarder, and a 14-yard play. Plus, he drew a pass interference penalty in the end zone, which doesn't count as a target. So you threw the ball at George Pickens four times, and you're averaging 26 yards a catch on the ones that actually got to him. And you got a pass interference penalty in the end zone that led to your first touchdown directly on the other one. Directly. And you, directly, yeah, next play. Yeah. And you're telling me 
three times. That's that's all you got. Once in the second I, half, I, none in the right. fourth quarter. Right. I I mean, there's no excuse for that. None. 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 I don't understand it. I won't believe any anything anyone says to try and explain it or rationalize it or anything. It's just it's just not smart football. It's just not. And I also will not agree with anyone who tries to convince me that he is not the most dynamic receiver on the team. And I, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I'm baffled. I don't understand it. And as I'll tell you this though, as long as the Steelers continue to not target this guy, they're not going to win any games. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you, the statement, the the baffledness of the whole thing. And I don't want to hear that uh, pro football focus or some something of that ilk says he's not open. Uh, I don't want to hear that he doesn't have an extensive route tree, that he mostly just runs go routes down the sideline. Because I'm here to tell you, when he is running a go route down the sideline against single coverage, I don't care if the guy's in his hip pocket. He's open. Okay, he's bigger than the cornerbacks. He's good at going up and getting the ball. He's great with body control. Uh, why they weren't feeding this guy in the second half is beyond me. Uh, when they threw it to him, it worked in the first half. When they threw it to Pat Fryermuth, it got picked off. Uh Pretty clear what, right. you, what you should have been doing. And I don't know well, who's responsible for this. I mean, to me, the quarterback is ultimately the guy with the ball in his hands. I don't know what kind of advice the quarterbacks are getting. I don't know how often Pickens is uh, intended to be the primary target. But if it's me and I'm under center or in shotgun and I have the ball in my hand, I'm looking for 14. When I see single coverage, I'm throwing it to 14. Case closed. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm not trying to – you know, overstate this or, um, you know, uh, put the too much pressures on Pickens by making this comparison. But maybe somebody at Pro Football Focus or one of those other genius websites can explain to me what Randy Moss's route tree was when Randy Moss was a rookie and in his first few years. What was his route tree? This was his route tree, as he used to say to defensive backs. If I'm even, I'm, I'm leaving. leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. Goodbye. Yeah. Cue the band. Start playing a fight song and get your extra point block yep. team ready because that's what you're going to need next. Done. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Statement number three, if Kenny Pickett cannot play, I'm sticking with Mitch Trubisky, Labs. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I know that, um, you know, the, the Yenzers will, they, they just want something different because they want something different. And I also understand, you know, that Mitch Trubisky uh, did not have a good game uh, on Sunday against the Ravens and, and, and all of that stuff. But, um, you know, we're in my mind, I'm still trying to play to win, not to see what somebody else can do. And Mason Rudolph, based on some of the things that have been attributed to him uh, in, the locker, in the locker room saying to reporters, media, 
lately, he hasn't had any, taken any meaningful snaps this whole regular season in practice. So, you know, I don't know what, you know, Mason Rudolph and, and there's other, there's a, a faction of the media uh, that wants to k- continue to bang the drum that Mason Rudolph looked better than the other two guys at training camp. And I, I will admit there was a time when I, I agreed with that, but it's not training camp. You know, there's a lot of months uh, under the, the bridge since uh, training camp. And this guy hasn't been active. And mental reps don't cut it. I'm sorry. This is December. I mean, I don't think, you know, he, I don't think it would be fair to expect Mason Rudolph not to be rusty, not to, not to be able to see things and process things as quickly as necessary to be uh, a starting quarterback in the NFL. I don't care if it is Carolina that is next on the schedule. So, um, and Mason Rudolph is, is going to be an unrestricted free agent. He's gone. He's leaving. You know, I can't imagine a realistic scenario where you're even looking at the future for this. Uh, it just makes no sense to me to make a change. I think that, you know, you coach Mitch up a little bit uh, and try and convince him or get him out of that, throwing the ball over the middle late in the play uh, tendency he was showing last Sunday. But I still think he gives this team, if Pickett cannot play, Trubisky gives the Steelers the best chance to win Sunday against the Panthers. Yeah, I'm going to agree, and uh, I want to preface my remarks by saying I don't know what they're going to do. I'm, I'm surprised that this has become a topic because I think it makes no sense to play Mason Rudolph. Now, I thought Rudolph, when he came out of training camp, I'm not one of those he had the best camp guys because there were a lot of layers and nuances to camp and how they were preparing the quarterbacks and how they were staging their version of a competition. Uh, that's in the eye of the beholder. I could have made an argument for either one of the other two guys as well. Um I thought Mason Rudolph uh, was playing better coming out of camp than he ever had previously in terms of quick decision-making and accuracy and things of that nature. But as you pointed out, that was back in August, right? I mean, it's mid-December. And Trubisky, believe it or not, I thought he played well. He just made three really bad mistakes. And uh, one fewer, they might have won the game anyway. Uh, I would have really liked to have seen the defense get a stop and see what Trubisky could do with that last drive and see if he could have pulled off a game-winning field goal march. But uh, I I don't know why what what purpose it would serve to play Mason Rudolph unless you just want to punish Trubisky for throwing three interceptions and say, well, we just can't have that, so we're going to the next guy. I think that's blowing in the wind or swinging in the breeze or whatever Mike Tomlin said he wasn't going to do uh, at the outset of the season with the quarterback position. Uh, I'm, I'm disappointed in Trubisky. Uh, he talked repeatedly after the game. And, and by the way, you couldn't have been more accountable than Mitch Trubisky was after that game. He, uh, every question he was asked, he kept saying, I got to be better. Uh, I got to be better with my eyes. I got to look them off. I got to be more on time. It, he owned up to everything. I'm surprised a guy of his experience was as bad as he was at those things that he referenced repeatedly in that environment, but maybe he was a little rusty too. Um, the offense didn't move. Uh, they had a chance to score and uh, give them, we'll give the uh, people a bonus question here, Lab, since I'm feeling, uh, you know, in the giving Christmas spirit. There were games early in the year where they didn't score a lot of points and it looked like they were never going to score points. 
last Sunday, I thought they were moving the ball well, and every time they got it, I thought they were going to score. They just didn't score enough. Agree or disagree? Oh, yeah, and um, I agree. Uh, the The offense moved the ball. Passed the eye um, test, was, right? Yeah, yeah, I, you know, uh, but, you know, what, what do you call it when you almost win? Losing. Um, they didn't pass, I know. They didn't pass the pick test. That's the problem. <laughs> and, you know, I, I would say that um, I would attribute, you know, the, the interceptions or some of the things – that Trubisky admitted in his mind were leading to the interceptions as being the subject of not getting a lot of playing time, excuse me, a lot of playing time. And, you know, I just don't see why anyone thinks that putting Mason Rudolph in now is going to lead to a different outcome than that. You're going to, you're going to put a quarterback in the same situation and he's likely, you know, to be hampered by the same issues and, you know, I just think you, you stay the course a little bit and, you know, maybe um, Trubisky is better uh, this week in Charlotte, North Carolina. I would whisper in his ear, maybe not whisper, you know, get one of those, um, um, you know, things that uh, megaphones and put it in his ear and yell, <laughs> throw it to Pickens. Yeah, I, I would be with you. If you get tired of yelling that, I'll take over. Okay. If my throat gets sore, I'll give you a call. That's going to do it for us. Uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, finding us however and uh, wherever you found us. We're going to be doing it again next week as we uh, begin getting you ready for, oh, that's the big one against the Raiders, right? And the uh, the Immaculate Reception yep. celebration and all the festivities that are going to go on and uh, everything that we're still looking forward to, but we would have been looking, to, looking forward to a whole lot more if they weren't five and eight. But it is what it is, as a wise man once said. For Bob Labriola, I'm Mike Pursuta. This has been Agree to Disagree, the podcast, the program with the motto, I'm right. He's wrong. And throw it to Pickens, please. Yes. See you next More week. More than three times. See you next week. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com.com slash compatibility.